The following is a fan-based podcast. Dragon Ball Z Abridged, while not owned by, it is written by Team Four Star. But Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, and Dragon Ball Super are all owned by Funimation, Toy Animation, Shueisha, and Akira Toriyama. Please support the official, and in the case of Team Four Stars, unofficial release. Hey Piccolo, mind if I ask you something? What is it? You're not human either, right? Yeah. And your dad spit you out as an egg, right? What about it? Are... Are you a Yoshi? Yes, Goku. I'm a green f***ing dinosaur. Can... Can I ride you? Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. He's doing that voice again. Sorry, I kind of slipped into it. He gets pwned more than Krillin. His name is Josh. I think I blew out my uh, pwned counter uh, years ago, though. He's also known as Big Green. It's Bill. I love Piccolo. (laughs) Piccolo is amazing. Big Green! (laughs) Little Green is the best. Uh, (laughs) My name is Dende. (laughs) Hey, guys, look! It's a Pokemon! My name is Andy, and we're here to talk about Dragon Ball Z Abridged. This is part one of three for our summer viewing program. Hey guys! Barely Hi. summer anymore. It's, well, I know summer's kind of running out. Summer's running out. Well, when I'm we came back up with work. the idea, it was it, it was I, towards I, the end of the school year. Yeah, and, and we were getting close to ending. Yeah, Dragon, so I thought it was a good idea. Just kind of play on it's the okay. summer reading. Program. We're just we're just we're, yeah yeah yeah. Summer doesn't officially end. I think until like September sometime. Thursday. Well, <laughs> the, the season of summer. You oh. know, so. yeah yeah technically technically yeah. 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 Uh, so we are going to be talking about uh, some different media, a little bit outside, in some cases, of anime. Each one of us have chosen a particular medium for us to watch and talk about. We chose mm-hmm. something the other two has not. This week, as we talked about several weeks ago, Josh chose Dragon Ball Z Abridged, so hopefully you had a chance to go check out Team Four Stars Dragon Ball Z Abridged episodes on YouTube or on their website, uh, or wherever else you get your video. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about that today, and I think we also, we'd already announced Bill's pick for week two, uh, which is Over the Garden Wall. That'll be part two. Yep. Uh, I feel kind of bad that we might be stepping on Gameable, because that's what they're currently doing. Is over eh, the well, I mean, they probably have more listeners than we do, so it's okay. Right, right. Uh, I mean, they, we know that at least one of their hosts has listened to at least one season of our they, show. They, so. I'm not chomping your flavor. <laughs> He's totally chomping that your flavor. That was decided before... <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one is going to be my choice, and I have not officially announced it yet, but I will go ahead and announce it right now. We're going to be watching and talking about Newsroom Season 1, so we're going as far away from anime right. as we possibly can. Not, so if not, you not are... very colorful, not very animated, nope. and in some cases uh, not as funny. Well, uh, 
I mean, the hu- there is great humor in oh, there, but it's, but it's more subtle. We'll get there, though. But yeah. this week, we're going to talk... We're, we're going to start with, I think, the lowest brow, and kind of work our <laughs> way up <laughs> amongst the three. Honestly. All of my hate! I, I don't like lowbrow, not a whole lot of thought into this, and then in kind of a middle ground with some, with, you know, I, I it's, a kid, it's a kid's show, but it is, it's an intelligent kid's show. It is, it's artistic. And then you go to like, full-on political yeah. satire. I don't Women. know that Over the Garden Wall is lower brow than Newsroom. I just think it's a different prong. Maybe. Because it's, it's art as opposed to but, but you and I political can, satire. But we can agree that Dragon Ball Z abridges way below that, right? Yeah, it's... Gay jokes and swearing and yeah, essentially, you know, you know, you with guys, a lot of good pop culture references at least. Yeah, you know what? You guys are the reason why I need therapy. No, we aren't. Oh, I think there are plenty of other reasons. <laughs> let's go into those I'm like number right four now. on that list. <laughs> no, let's not do that. Let's talk about nerd news instead, guys. All right, nerd, nerd news works. Nerd news. Uh, I'm going to make my nerd news super quick. It has nothing to do with Nintendo. Glow Season 2's officially been announced. Oh, cool. Woo-hoo. So, uh, no details really about it, except for it will be coming out on Netflix. So, um, I finished Glow Season 1 and really enjoyed it. I know that Bill has watched it. Josh, have you seen Glow? No, because, uh, with Defenders coming out in a few, in a few days, I decided that it was a good idea to start watching Iron Fist. Yeah, we haven't bothered. I have, You're... and I immediately regretted that first episode as a chore. The most of the series is a chore. Really? Yeah, we've talked about that. I showed before. you the Drunken Master fight, right? Yeah, yeah. That's all you need that's to know. That's all you need to know. That was the best part of the whole I'll thing. I'll probably okay. just Wikipedia or just Google generally Wikipedia, who the yeah. hand is. Like, I kind of know who the hand is, but like, I'll just... This. They're demon-worshipping ninjas. Yeah, I mean, essentially. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up more information just to see like who the people are, if there's any important figures or whatever. Or I might just look at the Daredevil summary used of to the run season. At one point. I don't think the TV show is going to worry about any of that oh, okay. crazy shit. Probably not. Uh, so oh, yeah, they're going to do Shadowland. Damn it! So Glow season two is official. So cool. I'm looking forward to that. I we, am too. Absolutely. We yeah. flew through season one. It was really good. We did too. We blew right through it. And then, did you watch the documentary? Not yet. I'm going to. Definitely worth the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out because that's definitely on my list of things to watch. It's really good. Bill, nerd news. I haven't got to watch it yet because I've been preparing for these episodes. Mm-hmm. But Voltron Season 3 is out. Nice! That came out last Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was, what, the 4th? Something like that, yeah. I'm excited to watch it. I just need to uh, finish up the newsroom, and then that's my next on my list. There you go. I have not watched it yet. Uh, I never. I haven't seen all season two yet. We only watched part of season two, and then we just got lost in the shuffle. I was like, how did you get? Because we get lost because we don't watch. We don't sit down to watch it. We don't binge very well, uh, and we'll watch one or two episodes, and then we'll be like, "Oh, let's watch this instead." So we jump around a lot, and it's, unless something really gets our attention, which it's has like been, you have ADD, but for the things that people have ADD for. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But like. Breaking Bad has taken all of our attention right now, so it's so good. We are on the last season. Look, it, look, I, I, I have admitted that yes, it's a well acted, it's a well made oh, it's, it's, show. It's, it's an amazing. The writing I, is amazing on that show. As I said in the past, it's the reason why I don't like watching Death Note or, or watching uh, House of Cards. I don't like shows where you're clearly rooting for the bad guy and it's not Razor Remote. I cheer a lot of heels. It's just the subject matter is a little close to home for me, and I'm not sure. I think at some I'm point, sure I think at some point, if you if you if you ever feel like you can, it's worth watching. It's really really good, and we I uh, we can't like we we'll watch like two episodes is like our max at one sitting, and then we're just so emotionally drained that we have to stop watching and and, and just do something a lot more lighthearted. I I did laugh quite heartily, like Bill level laughing, 
at the uh, acid in the uh, in the bathtub. Oh, as in season in, in, one. In season yeah. one. Oh God, no! I was so grossed <laughs> out by that. Oh, oh, that was so bad. Do, do you want to do you want to be spoiled on this one? It's actually, clearly there's a body in acid. In yes, yeah, so, it's all it's all you need to know. Yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. they dissolve they, a body they, with, they with acid. They try to dissolve, dissolve a body with acid. He tells uh, and it goes he tells the floor what's of the bathroom Jesse, on the second yeah. floor. Yeah. He tells Jesse to to wait until or to get a you know like a. a <sighs> A plastic thing, and he says, "Screw this! I can't find the plastic things. I'm just gonna just dump it in the dump tub. it in the tub." And as he walks in, <laughs> it's on the second floor, oh. and all of a sudden, shwah! oh god, <laughs> the bottom know. of the bathtub falls out with with a um, desiccated was, corpse. Yep, that was the moment where we, we stopped <laughs> watching right for word. a little while. Huh? That's not, not the right, the right word. word, but but um, that, that we stopped watching for a little while course. after that moment we're like okay well we're done <laughs> and it was the funniest thing ever yeah that sounds like something I would laugh at and my wife would be like upset with me yeah, um, that was, was I saw that actually when I was working at Disney and my roommates were, were watching it on, on my Netflix and they all looked at me like I was a psycho yeah. I think uh, there's a reason why they didn't get along with me after after that. That's possible. Josh, is your new news have to do with uh, Netflix? Yes, ours was. Does yes, it, really? it does. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, Netflix trifecta this week. Yes, uh, Netflix. It's been uh, announced that Netflix and Disney are ending their partnership. I heard uh, about that. As of 2019, uh, the majority of the Disney-related con- content, so a lot of the movies and TV shows. Are going to be pulled off of Netflix. Uh, Disney's going to actually be doing their own service at this point. They've, so. they've bought an existing service and they're mm-hmm. converting it to a Disney streaming. Right. I'm a little scared that the golden age of streaming might be coming to an end it's, because now everybody wants to fucking stream. It is. Everyone wants. And everyone it's, wants. To, wants their, and it's gonna. It's gonna nickel and dime people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But at at the very least, you have a choice. You'll have a have a choice instead of having to go through cable and have. 17 yeah, channels you're not but, even going to watch. Yeah, but at, at some point, I it's going to it's, yeah. it's dwarf the cost of cable at some point. It is. And, unless somebody gets some, some fucking regulation on there. I guess, uh, I mean, they can't regulate. It's their, well, it's their it's program. Okay. Yeah. One of the things that we need to note, though, mm. is that the Marvel original series, Daredevil, Defenders, and such, are exempt from that. They are going to remain a, a Netflix property. Yep. I guess Netflix is looking to become much more about original content. Which, if you look at their library of original content already, better. they don't have a lot of stinkers. Like, it's a lot of really good stuff. But if that's all they do... Yeah. Right. But here, here's something that I heard uh, recently, too. It's like, Netflix is in substantial debt. Like, billions of dollars. Well, that's because every time they try to raise the price on something, the backlash is so crazy no. that they, they, they give well, in, it, and then they because, lose more money. But it's because the fact that they're throwing out so much money to these to other studios yeah. to do their, to do their yeah, original absolutely. shows. But the, the report said, too, that they're not actually, they're not worried about it. They're considering it a huge upfront cost that will pay out in the long run. Yeah, it's like when video game companies release a console for less money than it costs to build because they know that they'll make that money up later in like uh, sales of like controllers and games and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's a bold strategy to go with. It is, and I hope it pans out. Mm-hmm. Well, and right now they're the, they are the number one streaming service right now. I mean, sure. yeah, you've got Amazon Prime, you've got Hulu, which you got Hulu, but like I feel like Netflix is still probably. No, I don't know that. I don't know that for sure, but I'm assuming that it's still the number one streaming service. I'd imagine, probably is. Well. I'm sure if, if anything, other heels, streaming but... services need to need to up their game a little bit. I'm looking at Hulu and Funimation because uh, Hulu does a lot of decent original stuff. No, I'm not Hulu talking does. about original stuff. I'm talking about just their app in general. They oh crash, yeah, they're, 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 they're their app is terrible. I Hulu's... haven't I haven't messed with. They just updated the Funimation app, and Sony oh, yeah. now owns it. 
mm-hmm. owns like a huge, like a majority stock in uh, in Funimation. So I'm wondering if that means the PlayStation app will eventually be much better because Sony owns a lot Fair of Funimation enough. now. Hopefully it will be. Th- that'd be nice. But yeah, the the Hulu app is fucking garbage. Yeah, it's not yeah. great. I mean, I like. I mean, it's the only way I watch Steven Universe. But so I watch wrestling. So I think that's about does it for nerd news. Yeah. Let's move on to our discussion of Dragon Ball Z abridged. Now, Josh. Yes. Not to say that your track record has been bad when it comes to doing research. I feel like you've done an okay job. But just to be on the safe side, I did some research. Are you okay if I talk for a little while before you go all crazy about Dragon Ball Z abridged? His eye is twitching. It is. It's doing that thing. Ah! I'm doing. I'm sorry. I, my rage broke me for a moment. Uh, what was going on? <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about fan dubbing. All right, let's talk about fan. I, I want to talk about the history of fan dubbing and a little bit about the history of the concept of the abridged. So one of the things to keep. In... Ah! Fan dubbing started when two hillbillies made fart noises over the Steamboat Willie cartoon. <laughs> that is awesome. And probably true. Um, no, um, hey, Merle, look what I do with this darn here dancing mouse. If you are not sure what fan dubbing is, it is fairly simple. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is... You take the an idea, existing property. Yes, take an existing property. Um, typically, it's with animated stuff. You know, oftentimes, not always Japanese anime. can be other stuff, too. But, but like, it's, it's commonly anime. It's redoing the audio themselves. Either one person doing it or getting a bunch of people together to, mm-hmm. to kind of redo the audio. Man, there would be not a lot of point in fan dubbing a uh, Western cartoon, would there? No, but there are quite a few uh, examples of that with regards to abridging. And we're going to talk about abridging in just, in a uh, in just a minute. So when's Lil' Karibo go- uh, jumps into this? I will get there All right. in just a bit. So one of the things to keep in mind about fan dubbing is that it got, became highly popular with Japanese anime in the 90s and the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, when we had this age of the internet and, you know, we were... Back when, as we talked about, we've talked about several times, you know, we would back, get... Back like, in the day. Back in the day, we'd get a VHS... Back in the 1990s. We'd get a VHS tape with two episodes of an anime for, like, freaking $30. Didn't it seem like the previews seemed to be a lot longer? The they were. The, the previews section usually were longer than the, than the amount of content on it, yes. <laughs> um, you know you give me shit for it. Okay. But, you, but... I don't know where you're going with this, but... I'm giving you shit for a lot of the, things. The, the things I've spent $30 on in high uh-huh. school... I still have them. They're sitting on a shelf. Well, I still have them. I still have them, <laughs> yeah, too. I, still, I actually still have them. But they I don't work because them. you don't have a VHS. I do, in I my still, bedroom. Do you I, seriously? Mm-hmm. I watch, yeah. I watch. You are going to be so sad when those, that tape disintegrates. Sweet, yeah, and I'm snaps. Be, I'm sad when that VHS player dies and I can't get a new one. I'm sorry, Andrew, but that scenario from uh, Cowboy Bebop is coming in my head. People are going to, you know, hundreds of years from now, people are going to come Oh, to yeah, from that so, episode of Bebop. Yes. <laughs> going to be looking for a VHS player. Find out that it's beta. That they're trying to watch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, one of the one of the, my first kind of memories of fan dubbing mm-hmm. comes from when I think of uh, the community around Sailor Moon, like on the A in the AOL days. People, when you like with a really slow file sharing kind of community oh, that existed, and you had so much of Sailor Moon that wasn't released in America, so people would get a hold of the Japanese without any subtitles, or if they did have them, 
they weren't very good subtitles because they weren't official releases. Right. And then they got, they got a bunch yeah, of like like a first, rabid... It's a first-year Japanese college student. Yeah, or not, not even uh, that. Not, not doing good yeah. with their with their Ex- translating exactly. of, of, the ter- of the concepts. And sometimes you get like, you know, really young people. They're like, I want to be Sailor Moon! And they're doing really awful fan dubs. Uh, and those things were shared around the internet. Uh, so that's kind of what I think of. Because I remember I, I used to watch a few random, really awful fan dubs. But we're not talking about those AMVs that you used to... Uh, you used to watch and or make. AMVs are different. Make. That's yeah, a whole but, different genre. And, and I still have a lot of them saved on my computer to this day. Hey, the one AMV you made was pretty good. I made a couple. I had attempted to make a Seraphim Shock uh, um, Invader Zim AMV, but the program I had did not work well. <laughs> but it was going to be awesome because I was going to do an AMV of the uh, Invader Zim uh, Halloween episode. That's awesome. Yeah. When it comes to some of the first kind of recorded and documented fan dubs when it comes to anime. Uh, we think back to uh, Laputa, Laputa 2, or Lapush, Lapusha, Lapusha hey, or Laputa? What are you Laputa? saying? La- Laputa? That's, I don't think you could say that. <laughs> La- La- no, 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 I got it, I got it. Lapuar. We're going to call it Lapuar. Uh, it's La- Laputa 2, uh, the sequel, which was a redub of the first four episodes of the anime, Nadia, The Secret of Blue Water. They basically took those four episodes, they made their own fan dub, and turned it into its own thing. Doing it, was, that was back in 1989. And called it a Spanish swear word? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> don't, I'm hearing. I don't know. No, but I think 19... you're thinking La Panocha. I think that's the word you're no. thinking. No, I'm thinking Punta. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that was back all the way back in 1980. I probably can't say that either. That's probably something <laughs> you shouldn't say. How, however, that's the basic history of, of fan dubbing, and that's something that even still exists to some extent today, obviously. When we talk about a bridge series, the, the first real popular abridged series was Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Yeah, there he is. And, uh... There's little Karibo. Oh, God. We love you, little Karibo. Oh, you should see some of those episodes. I especially will not. the I will not. Especially you... the early ones, because yeah. it's all little Karibo, and he does all the voices. He's one guy who does all of the voices for all the and characters. And they are horrible. Um, that is probably, when we think of, like, the history of fan dubs when it comes to abridged, it's the first one to have that title of abridged. Another famous one was uh, from the anime Ghost Stories. I didn't see that one. Uh, Ghost Stories, apparently, the original dub that was actually released and done by the official company was so terrible that the, like there was no one that liked it. So fans went upon themselves to make their own, and they redid it. Sensing as, Central Park Media did it. They they redid it as a complete... They took a very serious plot from the original anime and turned it into basically Shin-Chan, where like, it was just a bunch of like really crude humor, uh, okay. and apparently made it ten times better. <laughs> I may have to find this now. Which is, which is pretty fantastic. I have to stop you there. Yes. I want to rewind a bit. That's fine. Why... The fuck? <laughs> does anybody care about Yu-Gi-Oh enough to fan of it? Because it's so terrible. Why the fuck does anybody care enough about Yu-Gi-Oh to even watch it? Remember when Saturday mornings, about like five or six years ago, when there was like the last scrap of like actual cartoons on TV before they all turned educational? Uh-huh. I actually would sit down on Saturday mornings and I'll be like, oh, Sonic's on, and like then Yu-Gi-Oh would come on, and I watched a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. Andrew, Andrew, I think, I think, let, Bill. That era, let, I think, is why I started hating anime. Let me, let me <laughs> oh. explain to you why people want to do a fan dub of Yu-Gi-Oh. 
But first, let me tell you about the story of how I obtained this very rare cell phone. It was three <laughs> three months ago on a dark, stormy night. My girlfriend and I had an inti- I can, intense fight. I can punch fight. him in the balls, right? <laughs> when my I, name is Joey! <laughs> <laughs> when I left, an asshole with a Brooklyn accent came up and go, Hey, man, you gotta have this cell phone! Well, it's Vader time. <laughs> oh, oh, no! Oh, Dad! <laughs> no! Patty cake, patty cake, baker's bad! Make me a cake as fast as you can! <laughs> One of the things to keep in mind is that not only animes were were abridged, but some Western stuff was actually abridged. Not even just cartoons, but movies. Things like Mortal Kombat, the movie, and the <laughs> and the Matrix Reloaded uh, were, were redone oh, by Newgrounds dot uh, com. Ah, uh, Newgrounds. I can see where that would be funny and or useful. I, are you talking about when they dub in all the farts in the in the dojo scene in the first movie? <laughs> is so, that so good? Is that air you're breathing? So good. Um, and two that you might, you might recognize that were done for cartoons, the X-Men animated series had a, had a dub, which I watched part of it oh, Lord. a while back, a long time ago actually, I remember it, and it is, is bad. Like it's just <laughs> offensive, like super offensive, racist. Trying awful. to be funny? Yeah, trying to be funny and not doing it well. Is that where the, I'm the juggernaut bitch thing came yes. from? Yes. Yes, okay. that is where that comes from. That I know. Yes. Okay. Yes. Fair enough. And then there was also a G.I. Joe uh, one where they did an original okay. version of G.I. Joe. Now, now that just makes me think of the, uh, we just recently went through watching Futurama again, the episode where Nixon was watching Saturday morning cartoons, they were doing a G.I. Joe one, and he was redubbing it, like to, to <laughs> edit out all the uh, the violent bits. He goes, oh no, he's in a coma. <laughs> well, that, well that, actually, that that's what they did in the G.I. Yeah. the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. You watch you you watch the Soldier Critic this week, didn't you? Yes, but I knew that anyway. Yeah, like I I knew they they did they did that because, because Transformers the because of the backlash of Prime's death. When it comes to this idea of abridging, there really were two philosophies. There was the Eric Fensler who did the GI Joe abridged dub, and then there was the Martin Bellaney or whatever his nickname was, which um, I forgot Little already. Karibo. Little Karibo, uh who did the Yu Gi Oh with Eric Fensler and the GI Joe one. It was just Humor for humor's sake, silly, not necessarily connecting with the actual content of the of the show and the storyline. With Yu-Gi-Oh, the idea of it, and this is what spawned eventually Dragon Ball Z abridged with mm-hmm. with Team Four Star. The idea of we're not just gonna say a bunch of you know bad lip reading, whatever bullshit, like over the lip flaps. I mean, oh, bad lip reading is pretty fun. It is really fun. I mean, right. it is, and the GI Joe stuff. I, I've seen a little bit of that too in the past, and it is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. The idea of taking the actual storyline and mocking the story and the characters and really focusing on that as the core making, making really was what yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! was trying to do and, with and, Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge. Yeah, and they did do all sorts of stuff like, you know, um, make fun of apparent plot holes. Yes. Making fun of stuff like the bad dubs of the original uh, attempts at dubbing shows uh, like like, DBZ, like mm-hmm. DBZ and Yu-Gi-Oh! both yep. had. And yes, mocking everything and keeping the, the main continuity still still intact. So this led to Team Four Star and uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged. Um, we had, I think, isn't one of the people from Yu-Gi-Oh and was that involved with that uh, for Lil, a while. Lil Karibo uh, sometimes guest spots. He yes. does like he's done the the announcer voice, the yeah. the uh, the uh, over narration. One of the things to really keep in mind when it comes to this Team Four Star is that these were this is kind of like the first time where we actually had these people who have, who have gained experience dubbing. Mm-hmm. And abridging things like Naruto and Berserk, mm-hmm. uh, and and these other ones all come together to do this 
big project right. with Dragon Ball Z abridged. Right. And they they're they're known mostly by their by their uh screen names, which is right. Kaiser Neko, the main writer, Lanny Pator, who's known for doing the voices of Krillin, Vegeta, and Piccolo. And then um Takahata one one oh one who does the voices of like Nappa, Guru, Cell, um, and all sorts of other characters on the side. The, these are the four main guys that form Team Four Star. And they've always talked about when they got together to do Dragon Ball Z Abridge, it was kind of just a fun, for fun, passion project. It's been 10 years since they started this series. And it's improved so much and it's gotten so big that they're actually now, they're getting paid. They're getting yeah, paid absolutely. to do a, a mock-up of a well-beloved, uh, uh, franchise. And I think it's all the more power to those guys. He almost said wubba wubba dub dub. Wubba wubba dub dub. Wubba wubba dub dub indeed. Uh, so yeah, the Dragon Ball Z Abridged was the first one to kind of eclipse Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged mm-hmm. in popularity. And there have been other ones that have come out later. We, there's a Code Geass one. There's a Sword um, Art Online. There's an Evangelion one. Yeah, I, mean, there's uh, I even saw one for My Little Pony. Like literally anything you can think of. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things now with Abridged. But a lot of people that, that look at Abridging and who did it right, I guess, or who made it big, it's Team Four Star. And, and Dragon Ball Z Abridge is not their only Abridged series. They have also done uh, Helsing Ultimate Abridge, which is their annual. They do it uh, every every year around mm-hmm. Halloween. They'll do an episode of the uh, an, of the anime Helsing Ultimate, which is hilarious. They were about to do, or they were doing, and had released one episode of Attack on Titan Abridged. But then the company in Japan that owned uh, Attack on Titan sued their asses hard, and they had to pull it. So um, makes you can, sense. I mean, it's they're right. Yeah. So, yeah, you can you can find bootleg versions still on YouTube, but like the, on their official on their official channels. Yeah, they had to wipe that out. They had to wipe that out. Um, they've I don't also, know. I think that still falls under parody or fair use. They're probably. It depends on how close they. I don't know. It, 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 I don't know. They got hit pretty hard for it, and they have never touched it ever again. They're probably a little gun. Did they actually get sued shot. or did they just get like a cease and desist? I think they got sued, I want to say. I mean, they got hit pretty hard. It, it was. In a, it might have been a cease and desist, but like. Mm, fair enough. They just didn't want to fuck with it because right, it's didn't. not worth the, and then yeah. the effort. They did the first arc of Final Fantasy Seven, Fantasy calling it Final Fantasy Seven a Machina Abridge, which hmm. is literally up until they escape from the city. Uh, so that is a kind of brief history of abridging. Yeah. And a little bit of a, about on Team Four Star. That's 15 minutes of Josh gushing about Team Four Star. <laughs> hey, we're not there yet. Out of his penis. We're, we're, go- whoa. <laughs> you really need to watch Helsing Ultimate Abridge. <laughs> uh, all while spreading the word of God all over his back. <laughs> um, so I figure we could start maybe, <laughs> and again, Josh, I, I, this is your, your choice, so you can tell right. me if you don't want to start with this. Maybe we could talk a little bit about, like, Dragon Ball Z and our, our thoughts on it as okay. an anime overall, because it's not one we'll ever review. Right. No, certainly. I think, I think definitely more this than is one the season. closest thing to reviewing yeah. Dragon Ball Z we're going to do. Uh, in the vein of Dragon Ball Z Abridge, I think it's a great opportunity for us to touch on Akira Toriyama's opus, which is the Dragon Ball series outside of GT. And when I think of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and all that, like, I think of Toonami, obviously. And I think of, you know, it's it's that show that... Came on after Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. so it's like, well, I mean, I'm already watching Sailor Moon, I guess I'll watch this. Some of the earlier dubs were so bad, um, and it wasn't even before it went to Toonami, it was, uh, I believe it was on Four Kids. On, uh, Probably uh, true. On WB had the rights, and because at the time they were focusing it more for the kids, they took out all references of deaths, and so my fa- the two fa- things I love the most. One, he went to another dimension. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. And... The Home for Infinite Losers. What is that one? 
Hell. Hell. Uh, when they had the shirts that had hell, but they edited it to look like H-I-F, or H-F-I-L, Home for Infinite Losers. Oh, my God. Yeah, I that's, that. that's so great. Which is one of the jokes that they bring up in Dragon Ball Z every now and that's then. So you funny. haven't, we haven't gotten to the point when they're driving cars, when Goku and Piccolo Oh, I love, drive. I love that episode in Dragon Ball Z. He, he starts singing, he starts singing, I'm on the highway to hell, but he starts going, I'm on the highway to hell. <laughs> nice. So yeah, for me personally, Dragon Ball Z was never as big of a thing for me. It's one of those things where I watched episodes here and there. I didn't really keep up with the continuity. I knew who most of the characters were. But like, currently, Ray is watching through all of Dragon Ball Z. And he's all the way up to Boo. And like everyone, I don't really watch with him. But every once in a while, he's watching something. And I'll, I'll peek in or like over his shoulder if he's watching on his phone or whatever and be like... When did that happen? When did that get that, that, that person get, get that, that power, point? you know, whatever? And he's just like, shh, you don't understand. I've already gone through like 500 <laughs> episodes, and I'm just like, yeah, like shoes it, me it, away. It really is, um, if you're going to go through it now, I mean, yeah, it's it's going to be a month. He's he's, he's, he's getting there. Um, so, so for me, I don't have as many fond memories of Dragon Ball Z as I think a lot of other people, even in our group especially, do. Right. It's, it's all right. I liked Dragon Ball Z well enough. I had already been such a big anime fan to begin with that when Dragon Ball Z's uh, popularity was starting, when that when that spark was lit, and it first came to Toonami, I was like, okay, so this is that Dragon Ball Z that I've seen stuff for. I've seen it at, at the uh, at the FYE and and all that. I'm like, finally got to sit down and watch it, and of course uh, he went into another dimension, <laughs> and I went, I think they're dead. <laughs> Why do they keep saying he's going to another dimension? No, this is okay. I get it. This is a bad dub. <laughs> right. And and it was it was years before they Funimation finally got their hands on it and actually made really uh, made improved dubs even to a point there they were still trying to do a four kids version and then the unedited version. Yeah, they were yeah. selling two sets of VHSs. Yeah, I, I I vaguely remember that too. It was so crazy. I never wondered what was going on. I caught on right away that oh, they're just Covering crap up. Oh, they're Sailor Mooning this. Yeah. Yeah. That, that wasn't a shock. One of our friends online actually turned me on to DBZ before I ever mm-hmm. saw it. Talked me into, hey, they're going to do this on American TV. You should watch this. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Okay. I think he was watching dubs or yeah, bootleg some along, VHSs some along, some or something. Along those lines, right. yeah. And for me, I was into it at first. Mm-hmm. You were pretty into it at first. I it was that. superheroes. It was cool. Yeah. They had powers. They did neat stuff. I liked Piccolo. He Absolutely. Di- he had Dinobot's voice. That was great. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I started to wane because mm-hmm. I was like, this is the same crap over and over. Mm-hmm. And these are horrible fillers. Yeah, the filler, the filler stuff is the Absolutely. Stuff the There's Ball. like 15 See? minutes of interesting... In about three hours of show. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think there's a gr- great way that, that I always make this joke, and, and I, I can do this joke now, of how I, how to best describe an episode of Dragon Ball Z. Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Ka! This time on Dragon Ball Z. May! Next time on Dragon Ball Z. Ha! Yeah, pretty Basically, much. Yeah, yeah, that's essentially right. There were moments I liked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is where I... Again... This is start where I started to sour. This is where I started going. It's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happening. It's all filler. Mm-hmm. Over and over. And then they're just assigning random numbers to how powerful they are. 
Right. Oh, yeah, right. there was really no rhyme or yeah, reason to it. Kira Toriyama did come out and say, yeah, the power the power level thing was just a bunch of bullshit. Well, that and even when they started going into, you know, KO Cannon times three times ten, and then there was Super Saiyan 1 and 2, and I... I the numbering was just... Oh, I was like, oh, this arbitrary. is just going... To, I mean, we started out with people that blew up planets. And now we're going to arbitrarily say they're stronger. Yeah. Right. But they're not really. But we don't have any way of proving that because they all blow up planets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I got bored. And then Piccolo, again, who I said my favorite character is Piccolo. He got completely bitched in the beginning of an arc. Well, how do you think I feel? Well, at least <laughs> you knew it going in. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did not know that Yamcha was going to be Yamcha. Well, but I th- I'm like the he only, figured it out pretty quick. I'm the only Yamcha fan, I think, out there. Yamcha, I love you. Hey, hey, you know what? At least you can say, you know, that you're a fan of Yamcha. I'm still a fan of Krillin. Krillin is cool. I don't know why they bitch him out so much in Dragon Ball Z because, Abridged. Because, because he actually he... is a lot cooler. That's one of my complaints with this. He's a lot cooler than this Abridge makes him out to I'm be. I'm hoping that the counter does the big payoff that, that when he marries 18, they, they destroy the counter. Krillin wins. <laughs> As a human, Krillin is probably the most powerful human mm-hmm. in existence. I don't know. There's argument that, that actually Ten Chin Hunt is actually stronger than uh, than Krillin. Tien? Tien. Is he a human? Yeah, he is. He's just a human with a third eye. He, him and Chaozu are actually considered humans. They're just kind of freaks. Okay, I just figured they were spirits or demons or... Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, they're considered humans, okay. so... Hmm. Well, either way, I mean, he's a very powerful human being, one of the most powerful human beings in existence. I think, I think Krillin kicked the crap out of him. I uh, may- so. I maybe so. not originally, but at near the end. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I, I get what you're saying. It, it, you know, especially when it came to the Frieza thing, which people love Frieza as, as Goku's definitive enemy in Dragon Ball Z. He kind of is, in my opinion. Well, he's the one that everyone remembers. And then they kind of. I mean, Vegeta, but Vegeta becomes a good guy, but essentially. So, yeah. like, I don't really count him. Frieza's kind of the end of that first interconnected arc of right. bad guys. He's yes. the iconic one. He, right. be- because everything after that. Like you said, Bill, it started to sour, and it's basically kind of the same thing over and over again. No, I the Android the, Saga was better. I though. enjoyed the Android Saga. And I enjoy was, I enjoy Cell. Right, Cell's my favorite. Cell, it, like I think you and I both agree, Cell's my favorite. Villain. Yes, Cell's my favorite villain as well. He was a really interesting villain. But yeah, after that, it just becomes random shit, and then you start getting bored with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never really watched all of Boo Saga. I mean, I watched most of the Cell. Uh, that Cell is where saga. P- Piccolo got bitched immediately, and I was like, okay, well. Yeah, yeah, they remanded Piccolo to, I'm going to teach you one thing, and then, oh, look, you get absorbed by Boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, that, that does suck. I was already pretty much ready to get out, and that was just the moment. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z still, I mean, there's a reason why it's, you know, a lot of people from our, from our generation came in to do anime through Dragon Ball Z. And are and it's still revered as much as it is. It there is still a lot there that you can sink your teeth into. There's a you know a lot of crazy over the top action. There's a ama- there's some some pretty good writing, some pretty great comedy. It hit right at the the right time. Mm-hmm. A foothold already been made, but it hadn't blown up. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and that audience was ready for it. Yeah, and and it seems like now with Dragon Ball Super coming out, uh, with Akira Toriyama coming back and saying, "Okay, yeah, that GT shit." I no, we're not going there. Here's the extended story. Before Super, when uh, Battle of Gods and Resurrection F came out, the the two movies that came out before Super, that really wet people's um, palates again. <laughs> Panties. <laughs> 
Okay, well, yeah, that went people's vaginas to have uh, Dragon Ball Z reinserted in, and people are now rediscovering <laughs> the uh, orgasmic pleasure that is uh, DBZ, but in, in the form of super. Uh, so, uh, anything else about Dragon Ball Z in general before we get to a bridge and talk about a bridge? No, but I gotta go to another dimension. Of course you do. Here, I think we'll start Dragon Ball Z abridged. Do you, do you want to start with my top five things that I, I, think, that, that I like about it? I think top and then, and, and then maybe you guys, we can stop, we can talk about those different elements, and if you can you can just jump in with anything else I, I, I think yeah, that's because, fine to think of. Because I genuinely love Dragon Ball Z abridged. I really don't have a top five written down, because I think that the vast majority of and there are things that I'm sure we're we We know discuss. you love Dragon Ball Z abridged. You were quoting it. When I came in. When you came in. Like, in the middle of a random episode, you were just like, oh! All of my This episode. Yeah. So, great. I I don't have a top five because I don't care that much. Okay, fair enough. I Okay, admittedly, I watch it pretty regularly. I put it on his background noise, and Monica's starting to want to murder me for it. I've watched (laughs) as much as I can take. Uh, So, I came up with a top five list, because I like top fives. Check out the Questionable Network, network, questendnetwork.com for my... Every once in a while, I'll do a Tuesday top five. Oh, oh that's the top five ep- top five podcast on Questionable and Never. We're number one. <laughs> no, Shadowvane's gonna be number one. We're number I think one. we're winning the. I think Shadowvane's winning the vote right now for the for the contest. No, that make, been on that makes forever. sense. It's got so, the biggest fan base. Fuck the vote. This is my list. We're number one. <laughs> we're number one. We're number one. All um, this is completely biased. If you don't like it, fuck you. So number five on my list of I, I didn't make a list of like. Best episodes. I just pick like the best aspects, right? Concepts or, yeah. or jokes. So or... number five is the them choosing to use Chala Head Chala as <laughs> the theme song. They could have gone with the the what the, the Rock the Dragon. Or, oh yeah, the, that's or, what I was expecting. Or yeah. like the the one without any lyrics that they have sometimes. The, in the, beginning. the original original yeah. Dragon Ball but Z the, theme song. But the Chala Head oh. Chala it just it, it just gets in my head. What it's is like that? The, is that the Japanese? Yeah, that's, yes. that's, that's okay. the it's Japanese. It's so opening. good. Like at the beginning of it. Oh. Actually, I think the back. I, I think, think that's. The, I think the uh, lyricless rock guitar is the one that I remember the most. Yeah, right. most of us do. Actually, I think that's not the original original. I think that was for because the with long running uh, series Japan uh, they changed their theme songs for yeah. the story arcs. I think that came in for the Frieza arc. It might have been, yeah. But I, oh, the Chala, it's yeah. so great. It's so amazing. And then you just get to that. <sighs> so good. So that's my number five. It, the, the one, the one great thing is that, like, even though, like, there, there are some moments where I just shake my head at this, at this abridged thing. Um, I knew that at the beginning of every episode, there would be the right. head Chala. There's a, an Asian version of the voice where there's a video where, uh-huh. um, the guy that wrote that song, uh-huh. um, I think it's in Singapore, is, is judging and a guy sings it, the Japanese. Oh, the yeah. reality show, The Voice. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea what you're talking about. Right. But there's there is there is like a like a Singapore version, and one of the people they had was the guy that wrote that DBZ song. That's funny. <laughs> and a guy sings it, and the guy selects them, and it's like, oh, that's pretty fun. That is funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my number five. I want to get that one out of the way. Number okay. four on my list is the way they make fun of the whole Americanization of a Japanese like kind of concept. Right. Uh, that's throughout. And I love, I love that how aware it is of how shitty Americanization of like changing things. Like for example, in the first episode, there's a scene with master I, Roshi. I've got, a, I've got an orange juice. Now it's root beer. Now it's beer. Yay. Okay. So like, I, like all the time, like when we would watch sailor moon, Meatball head, yeah. you know, 
instead of bun uh, bunhead or whatever. Or, whatever. Yeah. or like Pokemon, where it's like, wow, these are great donuts, but it's obviously a rice ball. Yeah. Like, right. like they do that all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Well, another example from Dragon Ball Z Bridge that I really love, like when Piccolo, the first time he uses his attack, he's trying to say... Yeah, he's trying to say the Japanese name, so he's like, fuck it! Special <laughs> Beep Cannon! And they, they, they revisit that joke later in the, in the Cell mm-hmm. Saga, when they introduce Cell mm-hmm. in, the, in, in a bridge, and he's charging it up, and Piccolo's already absorbed. Uh, oh yeah, when Piccolo absorbs uh, Nail and Kami, it's hilarious. <sighs> but they're talking about it. He goes, uh, "He's doing your thing. He's charging your attack." And then he says it, and mm-hmm. he does say "Mankako Sampanko." Kami goes, "Oh, so that's how you pronounce it." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love that. I love when uh, like they, they make fun of that kind of really bad Americanization. For a long time, I always thought it was special bean cannon. <laughs> <laughs> God. I thought maybe he was It's a, a sensu bean, but in reverse. I it's, ma- it's the anti sensu bean. I thought maybe he was a plant person at first. Like Zahn? Yeah. It's a, like it, Zahn. It, until you find out later that he's a he's a slug man. Yeah. I can see you under thinking he's like a plant yeah. person. Like his arm gets ripped off and he just like randomly regrows Regrows it. it. So, right. so, so, like so can a, a slug. Yeah. yeah. So can so can there you go. Slugs yeah. cannot regrow arms. Well, right, fair enough. Slugs do not have arms. <laughs> fair. Oh god! My Point. Th- my number three on my list is the Krillin owned count. Um, just because I, I take some issue with this because again, we, as we argued just a little bit ago, Krillin is a much cooler character than I think this Dragon Ball Z bridge gives credit for. Well, they couldn't do a Yamcha own count. And Krillin Aww. is there in all the major arcs. It would just arcs. be one. I know. <laughs> Krillin's there in all the major arcs. And this even goes back to Dragon Ball when Krillin was kind of a bitch in Dragon Ball. Yeah. And he, his first Josh death was the same thing I did, just in a shittier way. <laughs> You know, in Dragon Ball, Krillin is one of the first characters to die, one of the first main characters to die by getting kicked in the head by a character named Tambourine. <laughs> How embarrassing is that? That's awesome is what that is. Pretty embarrassing. Yeah. That's amazing. So yeah, the Krillin-owned count is just, I think it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's just fun. Like the first time when he gets knocked into Kame House, like it's just like, <laughs> being and I'm like, oh no, we're starting something here. So, because you hadn't gotten to the point, one of the best bits is uh, with the Krillin known count is when Frieza makes his first transformation and he impales mm-hmm. Krillin, and so he's bucking him and it, and it keeps going up. And at one point, he starts getting one ups. Nice, <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> and Gohan goes, "Krillin, stop! You're making him more powerful." <laughs> That's nuts. Number two for me is Mr. Popo in general, but really just his crazy eyes. Those things haunt me. Yeah, and which, which are not. New to this version, right? Yeah, it, he's always had he those always blinking like eyes. Yeah, I know, but, but it's but just, just yeah. Just the fact the, they pointed out, yeah, the fact that yeah, they make Mister Popo so terrifying. Now I was hoping you guys get to episode thirty-one. It's literally one episode of the Garlic Junior Saga. Yeah, they just go through the whole Marin thing. Krillin's girlfriend find out that he had taken out a huge life insurance policy and that he was conning it and everything else. <laughs> and she was taking all of his money. Nice. But they finally get to Garlic Jr. showing up on the lookout. <laughs> they wreck the lookout and Mr. Popo immediately goes, clean that up. He starts doing his monologue and you just see him all of a sudden turn black and get sucked away into Popo. <laughs> Kami returns. Um, what the hell just happened? He goes, uh, is that a little bit of Italian? What do you mean? Because it was nothing but garlic. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's hilarious. You have to watch it because Mr. Popo is freaking hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Popo is really good. I think he's one of my favorite parts about Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Like, he's, he's got a lot of the Bill type of lines. He's. I just love his whole, like, 
you're going to go train now. And, and he like he's like sets up the pecking order, and then and then and then, and then like and then like there's just a scene where he's just like staring off into nothing. He's like, I wonder how they're doing, and like he just watches uh, them getting, them, them getting murdered over and over and over again. <laughs> he's like, he's just like, <laughs> and it's just like, Mr. Popo, where are they? I'll tell you where they're not. <laughs> Safe. <laughs> he's such a great character. I fucking love it. Mr. Popo's kicked me off the lookout. Oh. He says he's got a booty call. Last time he did this, I found five dead bodies. Oh. He laughed at me when I said five. Oh, oh my God. Uh, and my number one mm-hmm. are the interesting characterization choices they made in general. Okay. Napa is probably my favorite character overall. Napa is pretty funny. Napa yeah. is amazing. Like He's a man-child. Yeah, he is. That can blow blow up planets. Yes, and it's just so great. He's great. Um, I really like Princess Snake. That that they're doing a a, a solid snake impression. Yeah, so like, Princess Snake was one of the stops on Snake Road. Okay. Snake, Snake way or whatever. Way. I feel like I didn't make it that far. So that was that was in that season was, one. That was season one. So like that was the um Then I just absolutely don't remember it. She well in the anime series she like he stops and like stays with her for a while, but so like they make her out to be like this like really deep voiced As and, I said, like, it's a it's a it's actually a reference to Metal Gear Solid and yeah. Solid Snake. And she constantly <laughs> there's these 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 just Tons of sexual innuendos. Oh, horrible. Which are just amazing. Right. Like she'll say something and, and Goku be like, What? And he's, she's like, Nothing. <laughs> it's just like every time. It's so great. I don't remember this at all. Oh, oh so wow. good. Uh, the Ginyu Force is goofy as all hell. Uh, oh, yeah. That... I really like the Ginyu Force and what they did with them. That's Godo. Just throw milk bones at him. Why? Because I'll find it hilarious. <laughs> My second favorite character probably is Dende. <laughs> because Dende is like the only one who's <laughs> not trying to be funny. Dende is is awesome because he's just so deadpan about... <laughs> And who calls him Little Green? Is that uh, Krillin? Yeah. Krillin calls him Little Green. Little Green. There's like, a my name is Dende. There, yeah. Okay, a, Little Green. There's a so payout good. for that. Yeah. Oh, and then he calls um, Nail Big Green. Big Green. Right. Love it. I know um, it was Nail and not Piccolo. So, so, right. so do you want me to tell you what, what they do with Dende? If you want to, go ahead. He ends up falling in love with Gohan. So when okay. He, so when he comes back, he he's flirting with Gohan. Gohan is is really is like actually good in this. He like yeah. he's like characterizes like this little nerd that like has all these science facts, and they're always just like nerd, and that just cracks that me up. Dodge, yeah, so good. I actually they made me like Gohan, and yeah. I, fucking I always hate liked, Gohan. I always liked Gohan. Bitch, he made my top five list of most annoying anime characters. Oh, you check enough. that out in the Questionable Never Network. Fair enough. Uh, so, goddamn, plug in the website. Uh, that's all I do. And, Are you trying uh, to get a sweat so you can just insert it into us? Oh my! Uh, I don't. I'm, and I made it awkward. And cut. Ha! Looks like they're all washed up. Yeah! Da, 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 da. Oh. Uh, Not so sure yeah. that's how plugs work exactly. So. Gotta add your own wetness. Uh, so. Okay. Yikes! That's my top five. And. Plugs? So it's my top oh, five. You, that'll that'll come later into the question of the network. The you, top five anal plugs. You've left. Uh, uh, no, that will not. I, I see on your that. list, and you left it out. Guru, the Guru Nail. Uh, oh yes, Guru Nail. I totally forgot. Guru that that, that is, is funny. Nail. <laughs> Gather the Dragon Balls and wish us a TV. Lord Guru, that would be a gross misuse of their powers. We need television. Why are you letting him do voices? I don't know. Bill. Um, <laughs> 
Nope. Get me a pop tart. So those are my top five. What are some of the things about Dragon? <clears throat> Josh, you chose it. What are some of the things <clears throat> about Dragon Ball Z that we haven't talked about that um, you like the British version? What I love is um, they do really good with running jokes. You'll see it, see a joke and then they revisit it later. Um, like when Vegeta flies out of the uh, the lake screaming and it mm-hmm. shows all these different parts and they actually show the future and Trunks goes, Daddy? They actually do revisit it in the uh, Trunks special episode where he's arguing with Bulma and you hear, if you listen closely, you hear Vegeta screaming yeah. in the background for a few seconds. Nice. Stuff that they do, like keeping Nappa relevant is hilarious. They yeah. make him a ghost. They, <laughs> they make, make him a ghost. They make ghost him Nappa. <laughs> No, it's it's even funnier at the end of, of this season. Mm-hmm. When they do the big wish to bring back all the people that Frieza's men killed, yeah. Nappa comes back because he goes, well, technically, you were working for Frieza. And then Nappa, Regina's like, well, why are all those people you killed? Well, I was working for you. <laughs> and he becomes a Hollywood producer and is uh, an agent for Hercule, for Mr. Satan. I love Hercule so much. Oh, yeah, and he's hilarious I cannot, when they get to I can, Yeah, I, I kind of want to watch more just to get to Hercule. Oh, he's my yeah. Favorite, he's my second favorite Dragon Ball Z character and, of all time. And they, they do him well, as as they did in the in the Cell Saga. Nice. Trying to make characters like that relevant, one of the other things I like um, is they actually work really hard to make all the movies in canon continuity. Because the movies are generally just kind of ancillary stories that aren't really considered continuity. Yeah. They actually work really hard, the guys at Team Four Star, to make all those movies continuity to say where they're falling in the storylines, mm. all of that. They go there. They even reference back to those storylines, that stuff that that's established in the movies. They they reference back to them in the main. Is camp. that what the uh, Goku's dad thing was? Well, no, no, that's actually a special. Bardock, father of Goku, and the Trunks episodes in the original Japanese were were, were like specials. Oh. Okay. So they weren't movies, they were, they, were, they were longer episodes, but they were con- they were considered canon. Bill, what are some things about Dragon Ball Z Abridged that you liked? Or you can segue into the problems with it, because, I mean, that... That's kind of your thing. That's kind of my thing. And I wrote some things down, too, so we could segue into that if you... I already you know one of them. On the good end, the voice acting's good. And honestly, it, yeah. even when the story is kind of boring, just sort of the la- random lowbrow swearing... Is can be funny. It can be. Uh, my wife laughs. actually laughed at something while we were watching it. I think it was Vegeta telling Krill and how much I want to kill you more or something, uh-huh. you motherfucker or something. Right. And I heard her giggle. So I mean, just the random body mouth is fun. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, Dragon Ball Z gets kind of boring, and this is really just rehashing that. So mm-hmm. that's and even making fun of the fact that it can be it can get very boring. And yeah, they, they cut a lot of that in the boring. They do. Out. I mean, that's that's why it's a bridge. It's good, but. I suppose that's a that's a positive and a negative. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z can be kind of boring, and you do relive it, but they try to make it bearable. So, yeah. okay. I'm kind of troubled by some of the the blatant homophobia. Homophobia. Okay, that's I'm not sure the exact word I want to use. Cause I'm not I even would sure. I would call it homophobia. I'm not even sure. I mean, I guess it is. Well, or or just flat out gay jokes. Yeah, homophobia is a weird word for me anyway because like that seems like ah. Gay people, <laughs> run away! Like a Mori Povich style breakdown, <laughs> like some girls just like screaming and crying and like on the floor and coma. There, there are some really bad stereotypes. Yes, uh, and just straight out things Slurs. that yeah that shouldn't be in a two thousands produced production, especially um, one that's written by an out of the closet gay man. Kaiser Neko is gay and married and talks about his husband and all that, and he he writes this stuff. He doesn't do a very good job of relying heavily on that for cheap humor. 
Uh, you know, it's it's like the use of the word retard. I've heard it several times in this. Yes, and I'm like, that, seriously, that, 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 that died that in the, that died in the nineties. We shouldn't be using the, the term retard at this point. There's that yeah. too. Um, that's, that's why I wanted to kind of think about how I said it because it's not just. Not just the homophobia, I guess. Yeah, it's just very it's, insensitive. It, very insensitive. It's very dude bro. Very it frat is, boy. Yeah, absolutely. There, there can be. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, that's, I, I guess that's what I was looking for. I guess. Are, are you bothered? I don't want to say I'm bothered by it because I find it funny. The innuendo style jokes that they did with Zarbon. Zarbon didn't bother me. Was he as the green much. guy? Yeah. Yes. He <laughs> had one of the few gay jokes in the whole thing that I actually laughed at. Mm-hmm. Because Lord Frieza. Vegeta's giving us a really good pounding. Ah, uh, Zabon, I'm coming. Grab my balls. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of funny too. Wasn't what I was getting at. And honestly, this is less about it being a gay joke and more about being a genre of joke. I always laugh at, mm-hmm. which is when the pink, Dodoria, female apparently. Yeah, they made Dodoria into a woman. Screamed, uh, "It's raining men!" And he went, "Hallelujah!" <laughs> and just when everybody just says song lyrics yeah. like that, it's yeah. funny to me. Yeah. Um, no, my my problem is not so much that, but my problem is more with like the Chaozu and Tien thing, where it's just like they you know, implied it. In, they in they the imply, early... and then they then they and the other characters dig on them because like, oh, it's a bad thing because you have a, a friendship that you consider to be like a gay, close to someone kind of thing. Like there was just like, to be... they, yeah, like these are good look. guys digging at like. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, no. to, to quote Yamcha, it's gay, you know, shit yeah, like that. Well, it's just and, like that's. No, I get that, and I agree, and that was definitely one of their early earlier episodes, and they've since moved away from that well, and, so and made point. it more brother, you know, older brother with a very young, youngish uh, brother because they have moments where like mm-hmm. they're waiting for Goku and and Chaozu's like, "Dan, I'm bored. Can we get McDonald's?" Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funnier. That yeah. is much funnier. Or just that 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 child who's being perceived as a child, so he acts like a child at times, and then there are times where shit happens, and he's like, "Holy fuck, yeah!" You know, but but yeah, they kind of stray away from that from that aspect. Well, it's good they and, need to because that's that's not that's mean spirited humor. But what about like I, I know you didn't like freaky alien genotype because you talked about it. You told freaky us freaky alien. Ge- oh yes, yeah. no, I don't you, know what we're talking about. Oh right, pa- the pa- acronym, the acronym, the acronym. Yes. Pass yeah. on that. I was a little startled by it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not exactly a shrinking violet. Potty language doesn't bother me, but to hear what what accounts to a slur being used, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I equate that to a lot of their earlier stuff, and they do move away from it, and because you kind of get a feeling, yeah, some of it is college written. Absolutely, yeah, that's yeah. my point. Yeah, I... and as I said, they, they move away from it at the point that that you were you guys were at when I came over. They've taken a lot of lot of steps away from that, and they continue to move away mm. from some of the earlier. There's a little there's a little bit of sexism with Bulma too. Absolutely. And they make fun of that. They make fun of of Vegeta being kind of a sexist douche and, and having no idea and that Bulma's father's a that Bulma's father is a horrible right winged asshole. It's it's one of those things where like the Bridge series is interesting in the fact that like the choices that they make with the characters. Okay. You see a decent amount of Bulma, but you don't ever really see Chi Chi. And that seems weird to me. Yeah. That like like an important character that you only see a couple times. Early she shows on. up. She shows up more on latter episodes. Because I can only think of like really one episode, like when Krillin goes to visit. And like, what if I told you <laughs> hypothetically that you know your husband was dead or something like that? And she's like, I would destroy him or kill him with a rusty razor. Or something yeah, like yeah. That. They, That's like the only yeah. scene we see with her. Well, no, right before they leave, when Goku gets Gohan gets into an argument with Chi Chi in the hospital. 
No, okay, there's that too. There's that. She shows up more in latter episodes when they're back on Earth. She mm-hmm. shows up more. They play her up as the extremely overprotective uh, helicopter parent. And I guess this is not an anime with a lot of like really strong female roles. That no. is when true. When you think about it, because like, about the only about one of the strongest female characters you get. We're not talking power level necessarily. Just no, 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 no. I mean, like, Android eighteen. I know, but I'm saying I don't. But like developed characters, developed, like, yeah. right. like there's that one uh, side character that like rides the motorcycle or whatever. I can't think of her name. The one weird, I can't remember. She like is, is gets one moment in Dragon Ball Z abridged. Launch, and, yeah, launch. Launch gets one reference, and, and I've seen because in she was Ball never Z in Dragon Ball because she was never she was in, in she Ball was Z. in Dragon Ball a little bit in Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. She was in that... a couple episodes of Dragon Ball Z abridged or Dragon Ball Z early on. Uh. But it's interesting, like. You, you don't see these female characters much. You don't even see Bulma all that much, honestly. Right. But I guess it comes with the territory that it is not a show that is meant to really focus on female characters. It, all that it much. Was, yeah, no, it was. It was, it was a, a shonen. Yeah, absolutely. It was. It was a. It was. It was hyper masculine kind of yeah, show. Yeah, super. Right. Mm-hmm. I would think they kind of make fun of it, like in the Kaya Bridge for season two. They have a moment where they go Bulma. Say and do absolutely nothing for this entire season, and they just have Bulma just not at Adam. <laughs> and it makes sense. I mean, they they do, but they do make make fun of the, shit the, like the parody that. can be on point certainly. Mm-hmm. And there are times where they miss. I mean, uh, certainly they're up into I 50, would, sixty episodes. Right I would now. say through what I watched, they're on point more than they miss. I think it's a rough start, and as I've gone along, they've really honed in on. Mm-hmm. Voice acting that really honed in on the writing, and it's, it's and the quality in... too. I mean, yeah. that that first episode had some some horrible mic work. Yes, I, I do have. I wrote down. I I was trying to keep track of like my favorite quotes, and it did not. It fell. Apart. There are too many. Um. So so I had a few that I just wanted to to, <clears throat> to bring up from some of the earlier episodes. Uh, the first one that stood out to me was from episode one. It was Goku talking to Gohan. He says, "Hey, stop playing with that turtle. We don't want people saying things." No, like, no, no. He says, "We don't." Eat people saying things. What? The turtle talks. No, he said we don't want people saying things like. I thought he said he's, eat. Pl- he's playing with we a turtle. We don't want you. That doesn't make sense. It's not a sentence. No, I guess not. Right, cool. Does every move you have start with? <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess when he said we don't eat people. Saying but things. to be fair, we don't want people saying things. Is also a really weird. Right, it's yeah. really, really bizarre. So I, I thought it was really strange. Yeah, but yeah, it makes more sense. Right. Um, at the end of episode one, when Raditz just steals Gohan, I just love he's like, I'll be, I'll be taking, taking this. this. Yoink. Yoink. <laughs> it just flies off. Mm. That's pretty great. Oh, another good joke that they had was the fact that in the middle of the episode with Raditz doing his lines, and they just stop and they have arguments between the voice actors, yes, and they switch. That was that, you know, that was pretty a good. really good. Just not at you know when the dub actors leave. Or, that was or a lot different. like. Uh, a lot like Black Dynamite, where they <laughs> yeah the uh, the 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 he smacks he smacks the dude motherfucker cut it they have someone yeah, else yeah in the fight somebody scene. else in the keep yeah. yeah yeah I mean it's a, it's a great joke and a really good dig on those especially earlier animes when different companies licensed different comp- different actors dubbed so they had to change around I thought that was a really good joke uh, I think one of my favorite quotes from uh it all together it came from episode two where Piccolo and Goku are flying together. <laughs> And he's like, Piccolo, mind if I ask you something? You're not human, right? And he's right. like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And your dad spits you out as an egg, right? Yeah. Are you... Are you a Yoshi? <laughs> yes, Goku. I'm a green dinosaur. I'm a fucking green dinosaur. Can, can, I, 
Can I ride you? Uh, Goku, the voice acting for Goku is so perfect for Goku. Yeah. Like, he's, that he's, is he's, Goku. He's, Goku doesn't understand du- what's going on at all. Yeah, well, no, yeah, and it's the whole joke that the only things Goku cares about are eating and fighting. Yeah, essentially. And he's kind of an idiot with everything else. Yeah, so great. And oblivious to I, everything else. I want to quote Smash Fiction here. Okay. They, they did a Goku versus Superman episode. Okay. And I can't remember which judge it was, or which advocate it was, but they said, Goku's only weaknesses are stupidity and heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> that is spot on. It's, it's pretty good. And I had to stop mowing because I was yeah, laughing so hard. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, right, so what else you got? I got one from the the prison episode where they, where they, where they, uh, the bug people, which actually I really like that episode in general, that Dragon Ball Z episode. Um, <laughs> Hi, my name is Nappa. My name is Nappa. This is Vegeta. He was a prison bitch. <laughs> you. Breed for us. That was the whole breed for us thing was funny. I don't know what they're doing. They're just standing on top. Oh, oh my god. god! And then my favorite cameo, because again, this is full of lots of really like fun little nods to different things. Uh, is after Piccolo destroys the moon, they there's like this oh the Sailor the, Moon the, the Sailor Moon reference. Oh my god! The news person's like preliminary speculation puts the short-term death toll from tidal waves alone in the hundreds of millions. We now go to our resident expert on lunar science, Sailor Moon. Oh dear God! She's like being sucked of her energy for one of the episodes. Yeah, it's just so great. That's a great one. So good overall. I don't know what a Yamcha is, but it sounds disappointing. Overall, yes, Dragon Ball Z Abridged has been a fun experience, yeah. and I probably will go and watch it. I've I've laughed. I certainly have. I'm yeah. not gonna. I, I think you'll really once they, once you get to the the Android Saga, you'll enjoy it because there's just so many. Like they make fun of the fact that Android Nineteen's uh, a just a, a tu- you know just a big mm-hmm. white you know tubby guy, and they you know they're like, why did he make a mime? And the other androids are like, what? You, did you make that fat mime robot? Why? <laughs> That is a really good question, honestly. And I like the cell so- or the cell game stuff. Yeah, that I've watched independently. Yeah, yeah, because they've done the, the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. In- Simply because that's me. That's my spirit animal, man. I just like <laughs> I, I, he just stands there and he's sarcastic and makes fun and that's, of that's so and doesn't understand. Yes, and that's cell throughout. You, as I said, you, if you like, that's exactly how cell is in the cell saga. Yeah, that's good because because he's really good. Oh, in those, he's fantastic. In those, those, yeah, yes. those make me laugh. Like I said that. I didn't know why I thought they were so funny at first, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's my inner monologue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Really essentially. Uh, on that note, I feel like that's a good place to stop. Uh, so, overall, yeah, give it, a, give it a watch. You know, you may like it. There's some things definitely wrong with it, but... Uh, I mean, it's not real long episodes. You'll know pretty quickly if you like it or absolutely. not. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you won't invest minute, a lot into it. Absolutely. Ten-minute episodes, usually the season finales are usually longer, uh, you know, 30 minutes. But, yeah, the, the majority episodes, nine, ten minutes. There you go. Uh, next week, we will be back with our review of our summer viewing program, Part 2, Over the Garden Wall. Which, once again, if you want to watch that ahead of time, you can find that on Hulu. So, go check that out. Ten episodes. Um, yeah, they're ten minutes apiece also. Like ten minutes apiece also, so it'd be really quick. It's interesting. It was either that or Westworld, and uh, I thought ten ten-minute episodes beats ten-hour episodes. Right, absolutely. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but, so, oh my god, guys, watch Westworld. Well, I know, I, I, I plan on it, trust Hopefully me, I plan on it. Hopefully, eventually. I mean, you know, got other stuff to watch first. I gotta slog through Iron Fist. You don't have to. Just, just, I started it, dude, I have to st- I have to finish. Or just go online and find 
Iron Fist Abridged. That's oh, <laughs> I like what you did there. Nice. Uh, so, so we'll be back next week. Once again, we've been tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. Hey, Vegeta, look, it's a Pokemon! Oh, wait, my name's Andy. And, well, I have a higher owned counter than Krillin. I'm Josh. It's so true. We'd better bust out our special technique. Caesar Procedure! Cohen, whatever you do, don't look directly at it. Cohen? And they call me Big Green. Meryl! Meryl! Yeah, what he said. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Special Bean Cannon. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, listen to more great podcasts like the Shadowvane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, Slasher Sanitarium, Pone Stars, New Blood Rising, and our newest show, Words of Geekdom. Vegeta, he was a prison bitch. Shut the hell up, Nappa. Okay.